Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. Happy Pisces season. Happy free chaos, divine feminine season. I'm speaking to you from a really comfy couch, from a really comfy blanket, a really supportive pillow, and a perspective that I really needed at the end of this really long, what seemed like a week that was really that made me feel really trapped for the first time in, in a few times. Um, I am work obsessed. I am a workaholic by nature. Um, I'm really good at my job. I am really ambitious. I have a very go-getter nature. I am Mars ruled, uh, Mars exalted, and Capricorn Scorpio and Sagittarius stellium. Lots and lots of masculine energy. I get what I want. When I'm focused, I'm there. But I'm also a Pisces rising. And the sun is about to be in my... Actually, by the time I release this episode, it's gonna. the sun will be in Pisces. The sun will be in my first house. And I have a lot of interpretations of what the first house means in a birth chart. But I think one of the definitions that I'm kind of working with as of late is... And I heard this from somewhere. I don't remember where. Um, the first house is kind of the way that we see our soul self, our higher self in this lifetime. And when the sun comes into your first house, your soul is illuminated. Your ideal highest version of who you are is on display. So I was thinking about that and I'm like, okay, I have all of this masculine energy. I very much am masculine coded. I love that part, these parts of myself, right? But I also, I have a love-hate relationship with the divine feminine part of myself. And I've kind of activated my masculine um, energy as of late from being like years and years of dormancy and years and years of toxicity I've really had I've really cultivated a healthy relationship with my divine masculine, but somehow the divine feminine actually I'm not gonna lie, it scares me because I feel like it really makes me it forces me to tap into parts of myself that I feel need to shut down in order for me to be successful in this life. That is the God honest truth. And the divine feminine chaos scares the shit out of me. Because the only evidence I have of feminine, divine feminine chaos is toxic. And I don't know what healthy divine feminine chaos looks like. And I want to. Because again, I've said it before and I'll keep saying it, divine feminine is our connection to God. It's the thread that connects the human vessel to our soul, aka God aka the universe. So I have, and, and again, my first house is Pisces. I'm a, uh, the, the sun is in Pisces. It's, 
one of the only times in the year that in the astrological year that I get to really test drive my divine feminine in its truest form. And I think I think Venus is also exalted in Pisces right now. I think she leaves in a couple of days, but right now she's in Pisces as well. So Venus is in my first house, the sun is in my first house, and Neptune is in my first house. So I have a stellium in my first house. So all of these things are really on display. I'm I'm like really showing off now. And it's actually kind of cool because um I'm really I've I've really started to like feel myself like in a way that I've never felt before um sexually, physically, mentally and this 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 confidence is coming from like divine feminine from a divine feminine place. It's not coming because I've accomplished XYZ or, you know, I've built whatever I've built. It's coming from like an innate like knowing. And that confidence, that beauty is so connected to things that are so beyond me and beyond this material world. And so that's kind of why I get lost in it. And I can't really explain it that well, but I think I'm doing a pretty good job (sighs) as I yawn. And um, today I went to get my hair done and the, my hairstylist was like, did you get a facial? I'm like, oh no, I haven't gotten a facial in like over a decade. And she's like, oh, because you're glowing. And I feel that. I feel I feel extra beautiful and I believe Pisces season kind of comes as a way for all of us to test drive our divine feminine nature and it's really difficult because divine feminine energy is chaotic innately um and it's it lives in our it it breeds and um and is most fertile in our subconscious and so if our subconscious is constantly being clogged and abused and treated as a garbage as a receptacle or as a receptacle for all the things that we don't want to face divine feminine energy can get trapped and when chaos gets trapped when you try to cage chaos, it will start to rot and then needs a way out. And that's how it manifests. It it manifests in toxic ways. But if you respect the divine feminine and understand and are patient and kind and are graceful and love and support and encourage the chaos that is the divine feminine. And when I say like respect and understand and love, I mean like sit with the chaos, play with the chaos, invite the chaos to dinner, um, you know, house it, feed it, nourish it, bathe it, 
embody it? How can we do all those things? Um, in my mind, the best way that I know how to do that is like be be at, alone with my thoughts. Uh, this whole week has been completely overwhelming for me, actually the past two weeks. And I have been saying to myself, I am overwhelmed. The divine masculine in me says, push through, work through, push through, work through. Today, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't push through it. I couldn't work through it. And I've, I did something that I felt so my ego just like, died a little bit and I admitted that I couldn't do something I wasn't able to do something at work and I immediately spiraled I was like oh my god I admitted weakness I'm going to um get fired like I just you know just the worst things and I called my mom and I was like this is what I did this was the situation I gave her an accurate description she's like oh my god she's a double Pisces right so this is her world this is where she lives right she's like oh my god like what are you even doing like why are you even thinking about this right and I'm like you know I can't believe like I admit it he's she's like so what let it go. And, you know, she said some other things too. And I I hung up the phone and innately, like inside my soul, which is where it matters, I knew that it didn't matter. And I knew I did the right thing. And I knew that I was taking care of myself by, by admitting it and by taking that certain thing off my plate because it was stressing me out so much it was overwhelming me it was crushing my productivity it wasn't making me feel good it wasn't making me feel strong and capable and confident it was really digging into me in a way that no nothing should be doing that right especially at work and I finally took it off my plate I was like oh my god and obviously yeah like I said like I was spiraling I was like oh my god and then I just stopped I was like, okay, well, I feel really great. And I, for the first time in like two weeks, I'm able to like relax and not overthink and just really sit with the emotional freedom that I felt. And that's another way that you respect your divine feminine is that you, in my mind, right? The way that I respect my divine feminine energy is to constantly liberate it, constantly free the chaos. And chaos gets such a weird connotation, right? It It's always seen as negative. It's always seen as unpredictable. It's always seen as unbridled and something to tame and to constrict and to channel, right? When, when Saturn goes into Pisces in March, that's what it's going to try to do, right? But no planet is, match, is a match for the 12th house or Pisces, And I think that's kind of like what I'm most excited about, that Saturn gets a taste of, you know, we are all sort of conditioned to believe that the patriarchy and, um, you know, uh, toxic masculinity is the system and we are right, 
right? But when you douse patriarchy and unconditional love and complete boundlessness, patriarchy cannot survive, right? It cannot survive. And that's what that transit is going to mean when Saturn goes into Pisces. Sorry for the little tangent, but I, I just kind of sort of connected the dots. And you guys know that I connect dots on these podcasts live and with you as I go through life, as I'm working with themes and concepts and thought processes and feelings and things in my life I am constantly connecting dots on these episodes so you know that's just me connecting more dots so Saturn and Pisces when it comes in there is not gonna stand a chance it can try to um give that certain place in your chart because everybody has Pisces in their chart everybody has every sign in their chart um Saturn can try to give Pisces a little bit of structure and a little bit of discipline and a little bit of a channel and a little bit of a control, a controlled space, but it's very, very much dictated by Pisces and the archetype of Pisces, like uncontrollably, overwhelmingly. Saturn, the the divine masculine has no choice but to bow down to that divine feminine. And some would say, and I'm one of that some, would say that is the divine masculine's role. If you rip it all down, the divine masculine lives to serve the divine feminine. When we talk about structure and we talk about chaos, that structure is built to house the chaos, right? You know that whole thing. I know I don't. Ass- I don't like to assign divine masculine, divine feminine gender, but you know when a man is living in a house and then a woman comes in and it it's a home. It's not because she's a fucking caretaker and buys plants and buys you sheets. Her actual chaos, her divine feminine chaos, makes the vessel, makes the structure, the divine masculine worth living. That's what the divine feminine does because divine feminine brings God in to the divine masculine, brings light in, brings dimension, brings purpose, brings meaning, brings um, emotional, unbridled, untamable. The, 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 the purpose of the divine fa- masculine is not to tame the divine feminine. No, no, no. We get that all fucked up, right? The purpose of the divine masculine is to serve the divine feminine. So another way to respect the divine feminine is to make sure that your divine masculine is serving your divine feminine at the end of the day. And so for me, another dot that I'm, another set of dots that I'm connecting now is that I am very divinely uh, my divine masculine, you know, loves the ambition and loves the building of the structure and and building of um, accumulation of, you know, material goods and, um, you know, money and freedom and all of that stuff. But why? It's to serve and feed and nourish and worship my divine feminine. 
And so as as Pisces season begins, we start to really give the divine feminine energy, the respect and the form and the love and the worship that that it deserves. Worship and obsession are two different things. Don't get it twisted. If you're obsessed as a divine masculine with your divine feminine, that is a toxic dynamic. But if you're worshiping your divine feminine, that is how it needs to be. That is how it ought to be. So it's just this really complex, beautiful, intricate, intimate, interesting, fascinating, multidimensional relationship that the divine masculine and the divine feminine has, right? And the divine feminine is really, again, needing that respect, needing that worship, needing that um, like that canvas to make art. And it's funny because Pisces is a very artistic, creative sign. So the divine feminine really thrives in creative energies and creative spaces. And so anyway, so I was saying that I took that thing off my plate today and I gave it to, I gave whatever that thing was being pushed on me, I gave it back, returned to sender, right? I was like, this is not mine. I tried my best. This is not mine. And for me, my divine feminine energy is a really connected energy, is a really engaging and communicative energy and um, loves to relate and loves to um, create, harbor and nourish relationships, powerful, dynamic, deep, sustainable relationships. And that's fortunately and cool enough what I get paid to do and I was I was thinking about that today like I get paid to be in my divine feminine which is so funny because I the way that I pursue opportunity comes from my divine masculine but the way that I flourish within those opportunities is due to my divine feminine right and so that's how I've that that is the sweet spot for me and so I think for anybody that's listening you really have to understand where your divine masculine shines and how it can feed your divine feminine your divine masculine is the engine your divine feminine is um like the path and so it's also the guidance it's also the universe it's also the car it's also everything it's everything right um and it's nothing at all in within the divine feminine is this like sweet tornado and it spins nothing but air but it is so chaotic that it both destroys and creates everything in its wake 
it's so it's such an interesting you know such an abstract concept the way that I look divine the way that I look at divine feminine energy it's this enigma it's this feeling it's this way of being an embodiment of the intangible chaos that is what allows that you know that it factor you know in some people they just have it and you're like I can't really explain it but I just want to say yes to that person I just want to be with that person I just want to follow that person I just want to listen to that person I just want to make money with that person I just want to give all my money to that person I just want to give all I want to invest in that person I want to see that person doing uh, actually I wouldn't go that far but like you know that's that it that's that it we call it or that um you know whatever that je ne sais quoi that is divine feminine energy that's concentrated divine feminine energy in my opinion that's where that perfect storm of everything and nothing at all is spinning and spinning and spinning and it's not in like a chaotic uh, it is in a chaotic way, but it's not in this like toxic spiraling way. It's this in this like purposeful, wild, but meaningful way. That's how I am operating. And whenever I get stuck in my head or whenever I get overwhelmed, I know that divine feminine energy is pushing me to free me. And divine masculine energy wants to take on, wants to wants to have all the obligation, wants to have all the responsibility, wants to, you know, accumulate. And divine feminine energy is like free, free, free. In the way that it presents in me, div my divine feminine energy is like free, 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 empty, empty, empty. Um, you know, just and and so that that's the that's that that's what happened today that's how I'm kicking off my Pisces season is just freeing freeing myself and trusting and hoping and having faith that it's it's understood and it's not only understood but loved and um felt in a very deep way and I think I have that effect. I think I have that influence. And I think I have that. It's funny because my boss said to me, we tried so long and we got no's. And you tried. You didn't even have to try. And you got a yes on the first ask. And this is in regards to like creating relationships and talk, talking to some really influential people and really having that be very impactful. And he said that to me. He's like, you were able to get a yes where we got no all the time. You were able to get a yes on the first try. Like, yeah. That's divine feminine magic, right? Because I am so empty I am so free of, you know, anything that could anchor me down because divine feminine energy also needs to be uh, unanchored, untamed, uncaged. 
and needs the freedom to to have to spin in that sweet tornado that is everything and nothing all at the same time. It needs to be light, right? It needs to be boundless. And divine masculine is weighty. It's heavy. It's substantial. It's, it's you know, the presence is felt in a completely different way in a divine masculine than it is in a divine feminine. It's actually the complete opposite. Funny enough. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isn't that just so perfect? The way the universe just ha- has us playing that out, you know? So, yeah, Pisces season is really um, kicking off my divine feminine activation, whether I like it or not. I know I I did an episode a few episodes ago saying that, you know, it's not the time to activate my divine feminine. But it's funny because my divine feminine has been working this whole time. Especially in the biggest... uh, thing in my life and my career the only reason I have such a great job and I'm really good at it is because of my divine feminine energy right I was able to secure the opportunity with with my divine masculine and then I was able to flourish with my divine feminine that is the divine couple working in my favor all the time and so Pisces season allows us to really work with our divine feminine energies in any way that it presents and in every way that it presents. And it's going to present different in everybody, I th- I believe. You know, I see all these like spiritual coaches and stuff talk about like divine feminine and divine masculine energy as if it's like going to present in everybody in the same way. And I just don't believe that. You know, I think there's basic characteristics, but I think it varies very much from from person to person. Um, it's not going to look the same. It's not going to present the same. It's not going to be or feel or um, sound the same in in every in anyone. And it's important to really under to to respect that that there's no not there's no one size that fits all. There's no formula, especially when it comes to divine feminine energy. Oh my God, there's no formula. Holy fuck. Could you imagine if a divine feminine energy, you could just buy it in a bottle off Amazon? Ew. Like just the thought of have of being like a generic version of divine feminine, that is so suffocating to me. As a Sag fucking stellium, that is the worst thing you can do is to think that you could tame such beautiful and insanely destructive chaos that you could bottle it up and somehow be that. You know how they say you can teach skill, but you can't, but if you got it, you got it, right? There's like this innate thing in you. That is divine feminine concentrate. Like like I said, that it, that thing, that just, you know, is like a gravitational pull. That's the divine feminine, you know, that's a, that's a type of energy that, like, birds sit on your fucking fingertips and shit. Butterflies follow, fa- fa- uh, fly around you. Fucking squirrels come to your feet. 
You know, the air just blows your hair back in such a way. The seas part. Like, that's that's that type of shit. Like, when Mother Nature, the sun shines perfectly on your face, like, golden hour every single day, every day, you catch it, all day, right? When nature recognizes you in a way, that's beauty to me, right? And that is divine feminine energy coming coming through is when nature is when you're when nature is recognizing you and you're feeling this this connection with nature that is so seamless because something inside of you is is touching the universe in such a beautiful and connected way that's first of all true beauty and second of all that's divine feminine energy at work at play and you can cultivate that like I know I just said like either you got it you got it or you don't you don't you could cultivate that I, everybody has these energies inside of them as soon as they come into this world right you're packed with those so you can cultivate that you can dig through all the conditioning and all the fucking fear and all the insecurity and all the programming and all the fucking religious teaching and all the fucking whatever you can dig through that if you really really want to do the work if you're really committed to yourself and the work and how to get the most out of this fucking matrix you can really cultivate that divine feminine energy right it's in you it just needs activation same thing with divine masculine energy it just needs activation, it needs time, it needs nourishment, it needs recognition, it needs um, it needs you. So you can do that. But I think divine feminine energy, it scares me a lot is because I know, again, I've only seen um, presentations of it and I've only seen toxic presentations of it within me. And so that scares me. That's like, um, you know, Black Moon Lilith type of energy. That is very unbridled and untamed, but also extremely misunderstood by the patriarchy on, on purpose. You know, divine feminine energy is misunderstood by patriarchy on purpose. Because divine feminine energy is the way, is the wild is the unpredictable, is the unknown, is the holder of all possibility and truth. But it's also in direct contrast to the patriarchy. And the patriarchy is built to, you know, as we know, benefit the 1%. And to disenfranchise, marginalize, and completely impoverish 99%. So when you have divine feminine energy that is very, that is looking to just, you know, just to, to level everything off and to liberate and patriarchy is looking to enslave and patriarchy is the dominant system in this matrix. Well, you know where I'm going with this, right? The divine feminine must be stopped. And how do you stop an energy like that? You create a story and a narrative that it is bad energy, that it is negative energy, that it is evil energy. And you pump that narrative into the masses with propaganda, with lies, 
with conspiracies, right? And then all of a sudden you have a whole society that is like divine feminine bad, divine feminine weak, divine feminine evil, divine feminine manipulative, divine feminine uh, hag, shrill, all of these things. And, you know, patriarchy wins again. But for me, Pisces season really allows us, gives us the space if we so choose to be in it to undo all of those ties to patriarchy. And Saturn and Pisces is also, and and I think Saturn and Pisces is staying there for years. That transit is also going to undo all of that. All of the the toxicity that and all of the constraint and all of the the massive um, uh, destruction that Saturn has a tendency to really you know think that the world needs and deserves it's it's gonna get really fucked up in Pisces which I'm like getting even more and more excited about I can't wait till Saturn comes into my first house my first house is a fucking it's the bottomless ocean and Saturn's gonna fucking defrost because Saturn is this like cold detached like frozen planet and then you're gonna come into the land and you're gonna come into the for me anyway the fucking land of the ocean in my first house bitch you better get ready to be super vulnerable super soft super melty super joyous so, you know, it's that like, um, I don't know if you watched the show Wednesday about Wednesday Adams and it's about that friendship between Wednesday Adams and her friend who's like, Wednesday Adams is like, you know, dark and cold and like black on black on black. And then her friend is like rainbow colored hair and like, you know, colors and like, uh, you know, it's that's what Saturn and Pisces is to me, that unlikely relationship where, um, strength on in different ways unite right and it's going to be really interesting for people that don't have these types of energies already um at work and activated and and um at play it's going to be really interesting to see people melt and to see people's um obsession with structure and discipline get redefined in a big way and in a way, I used to be like that. And honestly, I kind of shut off my first house. I kind of shut off where I have Pisces in my chart because it, again, it's scary because it's unpredictable. And all I've known, known is a very toxic way of how Pisces has operated in my chart because I, <laughs> I was the problem for a very long time. But now I'm just like looking forward to it. I'm like, okay, how am I going to be saved? How am I how am I going to be saved by my own neuroses, by my own obsessions, by my own hyperfixations, right? How how is the the water, how is the ocean water, the salt water going to fucking attack those wounds? Because that's what, that's what this is going to do. 
And I have a stellium in Scorpio, so <laughs> bring the pain, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, and I and I want to talk about love because how can you talk about Pisces if you can if you don't talk about love, right? Especially right now because Venus is in Pisces right now and she's sitting on her throne. She's exalted. And Venus is in my first house. So obviously, you know, love is on the brain. Must be love on the brain, right? Love on the heart too. I was talking to my mom yesterday and and um, I was telling her, I'm like, I feel love is very close. You know, self-love and the love journey has been a long one for me. And knowing how to accept every single part of myself and understanding every single part of myself, or at least being aware of the parts of myself that were neglected previously, excuse me, that were neglected previously is like, has been, you know, a lot of, a lot of work for me, a lot of um, time and energy um, I've spent on these things. And so uh, a lot of time and energy I've spent also on solidifying um, myself as the only source of validation that I need and that I work so hard and that I move forward and that what I want is all being defined by myself by my soul, by my higher self, by my connection with God, by my connection with the universe and nobody else and nothing else, you know? And so that took a lot of, you know, isolation. It took a lot of alone time. It took a lot of um, lonely, uh, being, uh, being at peace with loneliness and feeling all my feelings and understanding that emotions are not bad if I know the proper way to respect them and deal with them and extract what I need from them and then let them go. And to be, you know, raising my EQ and um, really trying hard to be at peace with the absolute worst parts of myself and looking them dead in the eye and like I said offering them a seat at the table offering my shadow self shadow selves my my wounded selves a seat seats at my table and recognizing them as essential components to my life and to my soul but also knowing that they can't they're not driving anymore. And they can lay their heads and they can take off their armor and they don't have to be so angry anymore and they don't have to be so sad anymore and they don't have to isolate anymore and they don't have to hold grudges anymore and they don't have to protect anymore. They don't have to kill anymore. They can just be. And so that was, that was huge. And then, you know, talking about love and figuring out, you know, I... Do I want love externally? Yeah, of course I want a partner, right? And going back and forth with what that means because I'm still trying to figure that out and understand like what a partner would mean to me and what does, you know, these institutions like marriage and having kids and all of that stuff, what does that mean to me? What does divorce look like? What is, 
you know, breakup? What does a breakup look like? What does heartbreak look like? What does that feel like? What is that? How does that play a part in the way that I want to be loved and the way that I love? Um, what do all these labels mean? Girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, um, sexuality. How does being intimate with somebody, um, how is that what is what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Um, so all of these things are just being redefined constantly. And Pisces season, I know it's gonna really highlight these things, right? And kind of put me in my place in terms of okay, bitch, you want to be loved. You want to love right? And the only reason you were denying yourself of that is because you thought that love was a certain thing and you didn't subscribe to that anymore. So therefore you completely threw love out the window because you thought love only meant one thing. And that because you didn't want that one thing, you thought that you didn't want love. When love can be, you know, it, it, the definition of love is as it it it's it's it evolves with you it stays fluid as you stay fluid right you can define it in any way you want at any time and love is just love it just exists right you just have to embody it the way that you want on your terms and that's kind of what i'm learning to do now is to just embody love. And Venus being in my first house, it's just really easy to do that. It's, it's easier to do that, I should say. To really embody love. To feel love as part of my DNA, as part of my skin, as part of my nails. It's part, part of my bones, my skeletal and my nervous systems. You know, that's, that's the way I'm braiding love into my life. It's not bringing people into my world to validate me and to say that they love me and and for me to say that I love them back. No, it's taking love as it is, as it it it's it, it's a major pillar. It's a it's the foundation of everything that, you know, the divine feminine energy works off of and embodying it and drinking it in and letting it permeate through my vessel that's how I'm sort of that's what love is now for me it's this natural second it's it's not second skin anymore it's just skin it's in every single part of my body it's in every single part of my soul well my soul is love love and beauty right so I don't know what that means for a partner yet. I don't know if I've gotten that far. I don't know if I want to define that yet. Um, but I'm in love with Pedro Pascal. So that's that on that. And he is soulmate right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, like love is interesting. Love is... Um, like it, it's it's an enigma just like the divine feminine it's braided into the divine feminine so intimately and so naturally and so um from the inside inside and it's really part of that like it 
factor that really pulls you in, right? Stars and hearts in your eyes. Now I see the girl with the hard eyes as um, not somebody that's, you know, blinded in love, but is fueled by love, is made of love. That's what the girl with the hard eyes is. That's me. And um, I can't wait to explore what that means more as Pisces season sort of rages on, right? Um, I'm getting really tired now, but these are just some of the things that I'm working on. And I love you so much. Happy Pisces season. Peace.